0: Hey everyone, and welcome to Almost Cancelled, I'm Peter, that is Connor, and we are going to talk about Channel Zero, no End House, Episode 2, it is called Nice Neighbourhood. Full spoilers for the episode as always. So before we actually dive deep into this episode, I want to just, a couple of notes on last week, a couple of corrections, or extra observations. One's a correction. One, we flipped rooms four and five when we talked about it last week. Apologies. Right, okay. Uh that's not a big deal, but just, rather had it the wrong way round. And, secondly, now, I noticed this in the episode last week. Uh, one of our comment, commenters pointed this out. I didn't actually notice this, but my brain somehow never made the obvious connection. Uh, when she's going back into the house at the end, like, her house, uh, the number on the door is number six. And I never made the obvious connection that it's room six. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, yes. but I didn't, and... But obviously it's there. So, uh, And they made it more overt, again, this episode, when uh, when Jules is walking to the house, she's, again, clearly the big six. like They're really yeah. hitting it home. Um, which I think is the first thought I have on this episode, is that in last week we were talking about, okay, right, so they're kind of still in the house, they're doing this sort of, it's another worldly version of the place, and um, I think this episode went a lot further to confirm all that than I thought it
1: would. <laughs> yeah, I know, I, I, I speculated last week that this was room six yeah and even the the characters are going hey maybe this is room six
0: yeah i was not expect i was expected to be very vague for a while and be kind of like oh is it or isn't it but no they're like no this is room six probably yeah there's something else going on here this isn't quite yeah. right and not even just one of them like by, by the end of the episode all of them to some extent are. it's very clear this is just not the real world there's other things yeah. going on like jd it's-
1: finds a copy
0: of himself
1: Right, that's it. It's usually when they do these sorts of stories, you know, when oh, it's maybe it's an alternate world and something shifted. It's subtle. It's something small. It's these small things that add up. But here, it's no that someone's back from the dead. There's another me. You know, there's these huge yeah, things you it, can't not notice.
0: At least last week when it was just the dad
1: back from the dead, we thought, oh,
0: maybe it is still the world. It's just the dad's here now. And that's yeah. what's changed but no. in this episode it's like now stuff's changed. there's a cage with people in it randomly in one of the streets it's all foggy the silent hill comparisons are really starting to stack up with how yeah yeah how it is surreal it's starting to feel in this uh, this you know room six world we'll call it and um yeah so all all, all this is going on and they, they all can kind of have their own thing as well i think the first episode was very much Margot's focus whereas this one it, it kind of told us right at the start. No, this isn't just her story because it starts with uh, Jules and it starts with her side of actually the, the just the start of the story. We see her at home before she goes to see Margo, and it's well, there's not much to it, but it's just yeah. kind of showing that she's not necessarily in the best place either right now. That she's she's got she's got her own issues, and uh, you know if if all the characters are working through their own things here, Jules certainly seems to be that she kind of abandoned her friend when she was hurting after her father's death. You know, instead of being a helping hand, she kind of distanced herself and then went away. And maybe there's guilt about that. And that's kind of where her demons are coming from.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Uh, and, and like you say, it, it told us immediately, because we kind of just got her side of things in the house as well. After Obviously, originally, we just followed Margot after that point where they all up. Yeah. But here we got some of her side as well.
0: Yeah, very, very brief. Uh, what I, th- I think was interesting, though, is we see her leaving the house, because obviously she was already out when Margot came out. We see her like come out, and then Margot comes out literally seconds later. Like we didn't realize how quick it was yeah. before, so uh, they came out almost through one after the other. Um, so her her thing in the house is there's 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 a, there's a big ball, yeah, big white ball that lights up when she touches it. I, I don't have I don't have a whole lot to say on this. Behind there's a big white ball
1: that lights up. You have to imagine that she's seeing something when she touches it. Maybe I.
0: It was starting to feel like an egg. Now there was another scene in this episode with eggs in it, and I don't know if that's mm. maybe why I'm just thinking this, but it was almost like there was like another hand inside the bubble touching her hand at one point.
1: Yeah, no, I, I saw that. I, I I didn't quite get a hand, but it definitely felt like there was something in there. Yeah,
0: I was I was getting those vibes. Mm. So so that was her thing. You know, it's brought up. She she brings up. This is weird. The flowers are different. This is like fabricated. What's going on? I think I like that. In. That's
1: the tell. Not that. Hey, this guy's back from the dead. is no. These flowers are different.
0: No. To be fair, though. To be to be fair. As much as the, the guy coming back from the dead is weird, I don't think you would then immediately jump to this entire world is fake.
1: No, no, that's fair.
0: Whereas noticing that things that you know for sure were one thing are now something else.
1: Hmm.
0: You no, know, that feels like, yeah, okay, right. Maybe that's why she's... she's it's she's, a bit more
1: definitive.
0: Yeah, she's hitting those kind of ideas there. Uh, I, I like that whole scene, See she, when she walks in, she sees the dad as well, and they end up sitting there at the table.
1: And it's so awkward.
0: Yes, because the dad's just playing along as if nothing, everything's fine. I'm making omelets. Here, have some food. Do you want anything, Jules? Oh, I'll make you things. And, mm. you know, we have that small moment with the eggs where Margot goes to the fridge to get the eggs, gives them some eggs, takes them back, and then there's another carton of eggs just sitting yeah. there. Like we're, we're, yeah. You know, it's, it's like it duplicated when she took it out. So, you know, again, just kind of, and this was Re- before. Reset to default. Yeah, this was before they flat out started talking about this being a fake world. Uh, so this was like a sort of hint for us that okay, something's not. This is, like, you know, things are just being created and duplicated yeah. at, on a whim. That's that's kind of what's happening. Um, and but the thing with Margo is that she actually decides to because st- Jules wants to try and find an exit. Once she comes up with this idea that they're not in the real world anymore, that they're still in the house somehow, she wants out. Let's go find an exit. And Margot's like, no, like I get a chance to stay with my dad. And we actually find out another big part of the his death here is that he actually committed suicide. Mm. What he did, he did intentionally, and she's the only one who knew. Every everyone else, it looks like an accident. It looks like he just took too much. He didn't realize he had an allergic reaction, but Margot knew that he knew he would have an allergic reaction, and he took triple the dose. So we have we have. Uh, th- This this revelation, which kind of adds into her weird. Because I think before there was like an element of guilt, and there's still guilt there, but now there's this other side to it where it's like, did he, like, was I not important enough that he wanted to kill himself? Like, it's a different type of guilt that's now added into it, on top of just, oh, I could have gotten there sooner and saved him.
1: Yeah, and on top of that she knew there was an allergic reaction you know, prior to this, but she hadn't let anyone else know.
0: Mm, yeah, she didn't tell anyone. So
1: she didn't go tell the doctor and go, hey, can you make sure we swap out this medication? You know, anything like that.
0: I mean, I think if the suicide is a surprise to her, I guess you could argue that she would feel no yeah. reason to intervene and do something. or like, She would just assume he would
1: yeah, do something no, about true. it
0: and tell him. Like, what, but, if, but,
1: but she'll probably be feeling guilty about it anyway. Like, oh, why sure, didn't yeah. I do that?
0: Yeah, so in retrospect, why didn't yeah. I do this and that? Even though, you know,
1: if she you she sus- had no reason to, of yeah.
0: course. If you didn't suspect it, why would you? But So so that's the whole thing. And uh, She ends up, you know, we have these kind of beautiful moments, well, I say beautiful, beautiful in a creepy way, where she goes swimming at night and he's there and it, she goes under the water and she pops back up and it sort of goes to one of these flashbacks of him with her as a little girl and mm. it's, he's saying similar things to her, and do you trust me, and dunking her back in. But whenever she goes under the water, it's like a bottomless, it's like she's in an ocean, it's just bottomless. Yes. Yeah.
1: It's always yeah. looking up at her. You, can, you can't see the bottom.
0: And you can tell that she kind of feels this as well because she, she gets out of the water. She's really freaked out. She's kind of like, no, there's something not mm. quite right. She's disturbed by everything. Um, and th- th- there's this kind of weird exchange where he, he, she kind of slips and hurts her leg a little bit and, oh, he hurt? And so it's just, oh, it'll be bruise, it's fine. It's not a big deal. And he's very like, no, no, I don't want you to be hurt at all. Not even a bruise. And, okay, I kind of want to read into that a little bit more. It seems like he's...
1: I don't know, priming her for something. <laughs> it it does. It's it's almost like grooming, isn't it? Like they, like you, you know, like keeping her safe, fattening her up.
0: Well, I mean that would us somewhat to the end of the episode where he sneaks into her. Which, by the way, is creepy the entire time. He just stands there watching her sleep at the door, and then he slowly walks in. He slowly creeps, and it's all very predatory. You know, mm. it's, it, it just you feel uncomfortable with the whole thing. But what actually happens, though, is he goes up and he sort of puts his hands on her head, and it's like he's extracting dreams or extracting memories. Yeah, and we it's got all... a little hint of this
1: at the pool. You know, when he does the the towel.
0: Yeah, uh, and she... it's it's all the mother. It's his you know his his wife, her mom. That she's seeing visions of, and as this is happening in the in the garage, we see this pool form, this sort of black goo that forms, and. A duplicate of the mother starts to rise up through the black goo as being birthed into this world. Mm. And at this point I'm thinking, okay, he's filling out the world. If this is a fake world and only parts of it like, have been made so far, this is him, okay, we need the mother's still alive, we need to have her around. That's what I was thinking at this point. Mm. Obviously my, okay. my ID goes out the window as soon as he goes downstairs and does what he does, but... Yeah. That's what I thought was happening, is he was making the mother so that she was around as well. There was a fake right, same, of
1: especially based on uh, one of the other person's conversations. You know, yeah. the idea that, oh, this world is based off your memories, and it's, you know, it's it, all these exactly. things, uh, ideals and, so, and, and thoughts. It
0: was like he was extracting the memory to build the mother.
1: Yeah, that's, that's kind of what it played as at first.
0: And then he went downstairs. He found the, the mother sort of in a fetal position, still sort of all naked and wet. And he rips off her arm, and I went, "Okay." He's
1: picking up the arm, and it's yeah. like that looks like it's going to snap at any second. That the way he's holding that arm, and then he just twists. And I'm like, "Okay, okay, all right. Let's just take a different turn." And you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna use
0: a, a Twin Peaks word here because this is the only way I can describe this. He he breaks the arm off, and it seems like inside it almost looks like raspberries or something like that. It's like a sort of fruity. I, I, I was thinking like baked beans they look bigger than beans to me, but I can see what you're saying. But it was more of
1: a red colour. It was more of a sort of. It, it, it was, but it was that yeah. sort of shape and texture. Yeah, but
0: they were bigger though. They were definitely a bit bigger than beans.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'll give you that.
0: Uh, I'd say they are more cherry sized, but they had like a sort of gooey red liquid yeah. to them, like beans would, yeah. Um, and I'm going to call that the Garmin Bosia, because yep. then he consumes the Garmin Bosia. And if you're not a Twin Peaks person, you don't know what that means. Um, although I don't think it's the exact same, because in Twin Peaks, Bosia is basically the essence of a person of their pain, and suffering. Whereas here, because it's the mother that he's taken out of her head, it seems to be the opposite. It seems to be he's consuming this because it's from a place of love.
1: Yeah, that, that's why I thought it's, it's it. Like you say, it's like Garibozia, but it's kind of the the exact opposite. Or maybe it's not specifically love. Maybe
0: it's just feels strongly about in one way or the other. Perhaps at this yeah, point, it could be. we've got
1: nothing to uh, yeah. to get more to go on yet. But he uh.
0: he is because earlier on with the omelette he says he can't taste anything it tastes like nothing but he's chowing down on this so I guess I don't know if this is the keeper of the house and the keeper of the house feeds in this or if there's multiple things inside the house that want to feed on stuff like yeah is there, is there like one person who lives in the house that feeds on this or is it like multiple entities I don't know but but yeah that,
1: that's it is is everything we're seeing all these constructs like the dad and you know mm. the other ones. Are they all actually the same being? They're just, you know, various representations of it. Yeah. Or are they separate things that all have some semblance of power in here?
0: That's what I was getting. But he was chowing down, and then he throws the arm away, and he rips off the head and starts scooping them out of that. <laughs> It's pretty um,
1: great looking, isn't
0: it? It was a prey out there ending because I really, you know, I thought I knew it was half prey and then he started ripping body parts off and eating the insides. Mm. And I'm like, okay, right, you went a different direction here. But I understand it to a point. And honestly, it's probably because of Twin Peaks that I understand this more than I should <laughs> right off the bat. Yeah. But I, I got it. He's he's feeding off uh, her memories in some way. Uh, maybe we'll get more specific as we go on, but certainly that's the, as far as we can get right now, I think. Right, Whatever. and it, it's the idea. So.
1: To to extend that outwards, this whole reality is created based off their memories. Yeah, is this how this being of it? Let let's let's maybe it's not a being in the house. Maybe this is the house. The house is oh, the sure. entire yeah. entity. Is that how it survives? Is this what it feeds on? Like the it, so that's why it has to lure these people in. Unless argu-
0: arguably the house itself is just something the being makes to lure people oh, yeah. in. Oh,
1: that's that's true.
0: I don't know. Maybe, there's diff- maybe maybe that's why there's rules to it, moving and stuff. Because, or maybe that does it intentionally because it wants to not be found
1: as easily. But yeah, and but also there's the mystery. You get people to come in yeah. because there's a mystery but to this I'm place.
0: I'm thinking like in here he seems to just be able to make anything that he wants. Whereas out in the real world, he can make just the house. So is there a reason why he can only do that, and he can only do it for a set time, and it only appears for short amount? Mm. Maybe it takes a lot of energy to do that. In having the real world, true. I don't know. Didn't I'm just, think of that. Uh, but no, so, so, so that was that was probably the main thing. But obviously, the other thing is, I think the girls were definitely the main characters in the first one, and there's still more the main characters in this one. But the guys got their own stuff here; they got their own, because uh, we see the guys are actually out of the house in the morning, uh, and they actually think the girls are still inside because the car's there. But we know that the the car didn't start.
1: Yeah, they they walked out. And they walked.
0: But uh, that said, though, at this point, I'm like, are they even in the same fake world? Like, if they've come out at a different time, are they in a different... And it turns out later on that they are because uh, Seth runs onto Jules and they end up so just sort kind of finding each other and sort of trying to, like... The way to sleep in shifts so, so that they can keep an eye on things because they're both determined at this point they're not in not in the real world. JD, on the other hand, JD goes to his house and he sees a version of himself and a woman. And he's invited inside. I mean, first of all, he's just sort of staring at these two being kind of intimate and what's going on this is strange and he gets invited inside and the other version talks to him quite openly and even admits that he's not real that admits that he's based on his memories and all these things and like so this is very different to the other because even though we assume okay uh, what's her face Margot's dad we assume that Margot's dad is similar to him, but at the same time, this one has been very open about it. Especially since the, we don't see what happened in the house with him in the other rooms, but he does mention that that, that figure with the, the wooden mask took off the mask and there was like a latex mask with his face on it. And I'm like, okay, so even his fear, like, at least his thing seems to be about self-doubt or self yeah it's definitely the the
1: the representation of himself that's the fear
0: yeah he's he's looking at himself he's maybe not who he wants to be because he even asked this fake one for help to be him be who he wants to be he asked to, mm. he asked for guidance uh specifically uh, it was to do with uh, picking up girls but the same difference like yeah he's clearly has a lot of self-doubt and this fake version decides to kill him and bashes bash him over the head repeatedly yeah i didn't see that coming i didn't see that coming either and it makes me wonder, like, if it is multiple entities, is this one kind of going roll because he wants out? Like, I can go out into the real world and take his place. Is that, is that his goal?
1: Yeah, no, it could be. Or alternatively, is if it's one entity, is he like, I can't get anything more from this guy. I've got everything I need. Let's just dispose of him.
0: He has nothing to be happy about, so there's nothing to feed off of.
1: Yeah. Hmm. Eh, yeah, Maybe i don't know uh, it's the first the, the, they present us with just enough to get thoughts going but not enough to get, give me anything concrete in any direction yet so far
0: i feel like it'll feed into the main stuff as we go uh, yeah I'm, I'm
1: expecting it
0: to this is teasing some ideas like we say one line of dialogue here kind of fed into the thoughts about the dad and the memories so i yeah. can see other stuff feeding into the rest of it uh, as we go now, of course, the other big thing we haven't spoken about is this mysterious sort of fifth party. This this guy with the, the backpack who has clearly been here before. He seemed very yeah. sure of what he was doing when he came in. And he sees the woman that we saw in the start of the first episode. Who And he realises very quickly that you're she's fake. She's not really his wife. And he, he kills her. He just pulls out a gun and shoots her. And he goes to find the real her. The real... Uh, what was her name? Uh, Lacey. He finds the real her. And she doesn't know who he is. She thinks she's got another husband. She, she's she been indoctrinated in this world. But he's like, No, I got out and you didn't. I'm back for you. So yeah. he's going to be very important, I think, because he, uh, he's actually escaped. He knows the yeah, way he's out. got
1: some knowledge. Yeah. And maybe, I thought it, it was a great moment, you know, when he, when he shot her. And then the guy comes out of the house and just no reaction whatsoever.
0: Yeah, that was a very good moment. And again, it was just showing you that this world's not quite right. Some things, yeah. This isn't normal. Like, the, the, this guy who came out of the house, it's almost like he's just an autonomous figure. Yeah,
1: he's just on a, on a set path. Yeah. He's, he's, he's on a program.
0: He's an NPC in a video game.
1: He is, yeah.
0: Yeah, he doesn't really care what else is happening. He doesn't react to it. Uh, but yes, yeah, so, clearly is going to be very important. He, he has gotten out before, and he's back for someone he cares about. And it's like, okay, how did he get out? Uh, I assume that our, our main group of characters, maybe not JD, JD may just be dead. I don't know. I mean, I don't know for sure if he is dead, because he, he get bashed in the head a lot. It looked very violent he looked pretty dead but yeah, and we had that slow tracking on the uh, on the woman who didn't speak by the way that was one of her character. that was like her only character trait is that she didn't speak
1: yeah that she just kind of went along with everything
0: and the fake JD kind of implied that she was a real person that she was someone who was left in here
1: she did and is it the idea that this is what happens when you're in here for too long you just kind of like we saw with Lacey hmm. they just become part of the world part of the scenery
0: but then long enough you don't even talk anymore is that, is that what happens yeah. Uh, interesting i don't know but that, that was all the that's all the main beats from yep. from the episode uh still very intrigued this was a lot of different things all kind of flying at us over the course of the episode but
1: uh I'm i'm enjoying it a lot and i think the fact that they're so open with this being you know inside the house still uh really changes what i thought the season was going to be because, uh, you know, I was expecting, okay, there's the mystery, What you know, thing, uh, go, noticing things well, going that, wrong. That's
0: twice it's done that, because the first episode for the first chunk we were like, oh, we are one room per episode. That's what it's going to yeah. be. And then going into this episode, oh, they're going to tease if this is the real world or not. But no, no, right away. No, this is maybe room right. number six.
1: So so immediately I'm going, okay, what next? What, what what do they do if not the mystery? And That's the thing. Like, I think the one thing that's
0: clear, it's about them all dealing with their personal demons. And whatever's in this house is feeding off of their memories in some way. That that is the only thing I think we can say for certain at this point. Um yeah. that's the other thing, it's only six episodes. We're we're two down. So it's not like they have a ton of time to fill with whatever no, they want really to do.
1: So. Because like uh, and I think that that's smart, getting, you know, this almost out of the way, you know, there is no mystery. You know, they're going, Hey, the viewers have got this. They're not idiots. Let's not mess around and play this as mystery. Let's get to the core of the story. Whereas, if this was, you know, eight, ten episodes, maybe we would have some of that mystery just to have, you know, because we've got the extra time to do that.
0: Yeah, maybe, maybe. Um, but they would have played it differently the way. I am like if you if you wanted to drag out the mystery for three or four episodes, I imagine you would play it a little bit differently. So oh yeah. So it didn't feel as obvious. Yeah, uh, yeah. Whereas we were kind of already starting to get to that point before the end of the episode last week. So. Mm. Um. But yeah, uh, so now I'm still enjoying it as well. Uh, still some creepy moments. The big ball, for example, was uh, was a highlight. As yeah, was I'm, the ending. Yeah, I'm really,
1: I'm really intrigued by that big ball. Because, like I say, you know, we saw the other, or, or we know about the other two rooms for the, for the other, and we know, okay, that's what they were. It was their kind of their biggest fear. So, what well, was that representing to her?
0: I think the other thing, so uh, I suppose with Jules, we shouldn't mention. It, is she she specifically points out early on that the one sort of other character trait we get over other than the fact that she did kind of abandon Margot and she kind of left and uh, ran high and dry, is that she is someone who'd uh, you know, because her mother was like uh, taking drugs for, for for pain, and she's like oh, like, you don't do this at school, and she's like, well I don't actually, like, so we, we know that about her, like she she is someone yeah. who doesn't do that kind of thing, and I think maybe that'll, uh, you know just from a characteristic point of view, play into like her mindset and what type of person she is, so yeah, important, definitely. important to mention, and same with Seth. Seth's not one until they abandon the girls. When he still thinks they're in the house, he sits there and he's like, no, I'm going to stay. Uh, mm. So it's maybe establishing who the good people are and and in here. Whereas JD is a bit of an asshole. Maybe he gets what he deserves because yeah, he's he's, so he, he's he's
1: selfish. So ultimately, yeah. he suffered. Yeah. So now I'm
0: looking forward to see where else it goes. Uh, so that has been episode 2 of uh, No End House uh, so let us know what you think of the episode in the comments below like, subscribe, all that stuff get us on twitter at mailed underscore fuzz for channel updates if you want to support the channel head over to patreon.com slash fuzz TV. you can do that over there but otherwise that is us so thank you once again for watching keep watching TV, have you got any vanilla? <laughs>